It is 11.04, and once again, time for the Pinpoint Health Show, pinpointhealth.ca or info at pinpointhealth.ca. Uh, phone number, by the way, it's open. It's it's ready to roll. you got some some issues you want to talk about. Be anonymous. That's fine. 416-870-6400. <laughs> Don't tell us anything. Tell, yeah. Don't say anything. Yeah, everybody could be Jim for this morning. We don't care. My name is Jim. Okay, we used to, when I was in school, we used to joke around, like, as you're going through uh, learning diagnosis and things yep. like that, students um, immediately think that, like, they'll hear two sentences, like, two words from somebody, and that they know the diagnosis. And, you know, now that, that I have experience and I, and I do what I do, you realize how hard it is to come to a diagnosis. But the medical student syndrome is that, you know, you, you think you know right away type of thing. And... uh and so when I teach, I, I, I still teach the students. I always joke with them because when I hear them talk about this stuff, I'm like, you guys are at the point, like, all I have to tell you is my birthday and you could diagnose yeah. me, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, November 20th? Yeah, no, definitely uh, disc herniation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So don't because... tell me anything except when you're born and I should be able to figure it all out. It's funny you mention that because you put up something on, on social this week about you. Uh, you went back and you were teaching at the college and I saw you had yeah, a I, I, I teach. I, I actively teach. I'm there anywhere between maybe one or two days a week to some weeks as much as three or four. Have you found, in, in in kind of the same way you just mentioned, have you found with the current batch of students, the new kids, for lack of a better term? They are is kids, there, to me, yeah, compared I guess to so, me, they're right? kids. Is there, is there a Google influence? Oh, I read this, or I've done that, as opposed to when you went to school, that wasn't as prevalent, right? Uh, and is it well, bad I was, or good? How old do you think I am? Well, you're pretty I old, like, <laughs> but, uh, you know. <laughs> I graduated, uh, June will be eight years, so, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm that old yet, but... Uh, is there a Google syndrome where students think they know everything? You know, in all honesty, and then maybe I'm going to say a, ba- a bad thing here. I, I find like there's a lot of entitlement now more than anything. It's like it's a different work ethic that I find okay. with students. I even find that with new graduates. Uh, it's, you know, and, and again, I graduated eight years ago and me and my colleagues, I sort of know the way our mindset was. And then what I see now, it's like there's been a drastic change. That's what I mean. In, in that way. Le- in that, la- well, the biggest thing is the entitlement factor, right? Like, you know, I remember graduating and uh, um, I was working, it felt like seven days a week. It was at least six and a half days a week in right. terms of practice with sure. patients, Sundays, like everything that you didn't want to work, I was doing it. But I did it because, you know, that's sort of the way you get started. You do the things you need to do. I've seen new graduates now that, you know, they'll call me and they're, you know, they're looking for a place somewhere and it's like, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking to work, uh, you know, 10 to 2 every single day and not Saturday and Sunday type of thing. And it's like, settle down, you know, you got to like, <laughs> you want 100K too off the top? Yeah, well, then that's what I mean. And and it's like, they, they there should be a high reward with very little work put in. And it's like, that's not really the way it works in the real yeah. world. So I find that, I find that with teaching, you know, again, I remember being a student, and I think there's good progression, though, because I, I at some points I remember you almost couldn't even ask anything or you couldn't challenge uh, professors where there's m- definitely more of that. But I do find that um, students, maybe because of how much more information is available, often can feel like they know more than the mm-hmm. instructors. Never with me, but I've, I've seen it with other instructors and, uh, and, uh, and lecturers and professors, and so I think that's... That's interesting as well because um, sometimes you got to be smart enough to know that you don't know everything. Sure. Right. So a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Right. So and and these students, you're there for 
you know, I teach first year, I teach second year, I teach third year students, and and definitely in the first year, like you're dealing with people who have been exposed to this for. I mean, they have undergrad degrees. Everyone has an undergrad degree, but they're exposed to the relevant material that they're going to be practicing, you know, for three months or something, and they they already think they're experts. So, let me bounce over the other way, which could be more of a, I guess, pain in the butt for you as a practitioner. You get the patient syndrome doing the same thing because, you know, Google Med School is huge and that's that's such a hill. The Google aspect for patients is huge, right? Like everybody comes in now and it's funny. So many people will come in and they know their diagnosis, they know their prognosis, and they know their treatment, right? Like they've figured it all out and and, and then they don't want to do it either, right? Like it's like, (laughs) I know I have to do all this, but I actually don't want to do it. So what's what's the easiest option? And it's like, you know, and... The one, the one good thing that I will say, I shouldn't say the one good thing, but I think what's what's important here is obviously the the vast majority of new patients that I see is through this radio show, yep. and I think people have heard me, so they know sort of my stance on this, and that I'm no nonsense type of person. I give it to people pretty much the way it needs to be given, good. very politely, like the same way I do on the radio, but but I tell people what what. You know what I believe the truth to be, and I don't really try to sugarcoat it. I I do a very good job of explaining it, and I think people know my opinion on self-diagnosis, self-treatment. It's not the right thing to do. Sure, um, you you should be looking for professionals to uh, to do this stuff for you because that's why they exist. Um, and if you do it yourself and and you think you know everything, that's where uh, unfortunately bad things can happen. And so. Yeah, I definitely think that it's a problem with uh, with patients that that they come in and they know everything. They know they've they've come in. It's like, yeah. yep. It's not the vast majority either, though. I think a lot of people that come see me are actually very receptive and They're and are interested in help. what what my particular thoughts yeah. on the subject are. We'll get to more of what happened with your week and for you as well. If you have issues, something you just want to ask about uh, about your health, bring it on. That's why uh, that's why Doctor Lou is here. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell. Pinpoint Health Show continues. This is Global News Radio. Pinpoint Health Show, indeed. You want to reach out to Dr. Lou when the show is uh, not on. one 855 drlou Dr. Lou and Pinpoint Health on social. There's always uh, amazing stuff up on Facebook and Instagram, videos and how-tos. And I, I look I look for it daily, man, the stuff you put up there. It's great. Thank Dr., you. Uh, Dr. Thank Wilder you. doing great stuff. and Yeah, yeah, Adam Wade. Wade, Wade. sorry. Yeah, Wade. Uh, up in Newmarket uh, has produced a lot of videos uh, for us on different exercises and tips. So, Worthwhile for anybody listening, please, um, you know, join in. Another thing that actually I wanted to talk about um, is uh, Google reviews. Okay. So if, if you've seen me, and because, and, again, I'm, I'm open to the constructive criticism, and I think it's a good way for people to, to know if you've seen me and you, you enjoyed your experience or you didn't enjoy your experience, you can leave. If you just type in Dr. Lou on Google, you'll find my sub Google page or whatever it is and, and leave me a review. I'm happy yep. to, um, to, to hear what people think. I know that a, a few people have uh, added me to rate MDs mm-hmm. uh, and it's been very good reviews, which is nice. So but I think Google reviews are like the big thing right now. So, sure. so feel free to leave me a review. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Bring them on. Hey, Sam, how are you? Good. How you doing? Good, pal. What's uh, what's going on with you? Um, I have some issues. I have, uh, I guess, diagnosis tennis elbow. Uh, I was put on Pomovo and uh, just wanted to know what else I can do to kind of remedy it. Uh, just kind of repetitive movements at work. So just thought I'd uh, 
chime in and see what you guys have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, medication is not the right first line of defense for for that. Um, it's a physical problem, and I and physical problems always need physical interventions. The good thing is it's on the low, like the the very simple spectrum of mechanical problems. So you're dealing with something that's a repetitive strain, sprain in the muscle and in the tendon. Um, often some good manual therapy, exercises, maybe some bracing uh, are the best options. The the anti-inflammatories, it's not really doing anything. It's not an inflammatory process. So so it it, it still it baffles me why this stuff still gets you know prescribed for these types of things so um you know i I would think that you need to focus more on those types of interventions uh versus uh versus the medication so i do have a brace um i ice periodically um so when you say exercising what type of exercise so the best thing would be my first encouragement would, would be therapy um, for, for that because the, you have to get in there, break down some scar tissue, potentially do things like you're being the, – all that stuff is just way too passive in nature. Mm. Um, then the other thing that exists is if it's, if it's a result of the things that you're doing – then maybe modification of those things is also important because, I mean, you can get the best therapy in the world, but if you go back and you, you do the repetitive strain sprain that you're doing, then you can't be surprised that it'll continue to hurt you. So sometimes, and I'm not saying don't do what you have to do, but there are ways to modify it. How do you think it uh, came about, Sam? Um, I guess just being, uh, I, I'm doing uh, like, uh, manufacturing and it's just the same repetitive movement oh. for the last 20 years. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I can't, you know, alleviate the, the, the job aspect, but when you say modification, I guess I'd have to look at different, uh, you know, different ideas as to how to not. Yeah. And that's what we help with a lot of, right? As we, we try to understand the, the physical demands of, of your job and, and give you the, you know the the ways that you can modify that through like an occupational medicine type of approach. So um, there are ways, but I, I do think you need someone actually working on that elbow um, with manual therapy for for it to probably get better. Okay, perfect. Okay, give us a call. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Again, one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U to reach out or info at uh, pinpointhealth.ca. Oh, tennis elbow, man. I thought that was bad till I got golfer's elbow. Same thing. It's the but same nasty. Yeah, it's the same pathophysiology. Yep. It's just one is on the outside and one is on the inside. It's just repetitive strain sprain of either, I mean, with, with one it's on the lateral aspect, which means the outside, the other one is on the inner aspect or the medial side, um, and it's the exact same process. Mm-hmm. It's just a different name for, because, you know, a backhand in tennis is more common, so you're using more of the extensors, and in golfing there's no backhand component, right. so you're often dealing with, with the golfer's elbow. Um, but it's the exact same pathophysiology. Um, the recommendation on that is deal with it the right way early because if it does go on a long time, it can get to the point where it starts to create like what's called an enthesopathy, which is where the tendon actually starts to have micro tearing off the bone. And when it happens there, that's that's much harder to treat. It's always easier to treat when it's in the muscle belly because muscles. I mean, regenerates you know, growth. Yeah, and and you know when you look at a, a, a diagram of uh, of the human body and muscles are red and tendons and ligaments look white, there's yep. a reason. That's purposeful. It's because they don't have blood supply, and that's what helps in the healing process. So so muscles heal much better, and, and it's better to deal with it when it's in that aspect, and then uh, and don't let it get its way to the tendon.
See how nicely that works. Get some answers. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell call. we got lines open, ready to talk to you as well. At 1120 Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. It is 1123 Pinpoint Health Show. You want to uh, make a phone call, get some answers. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Be a good place to start. Fred, thanks for hanging on. How are you? Hey, good morning. Good, thank you. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's your concern? Um, so I have a knee injury back from 2014. Um, I went back and forth with my family doctor a few times that it wasn't a big deal. I just needed a brace and it would heal. Um, eventually, last year, I got an MRI done and I have a, tor- I have a tear in my meniscus and my ACL. So yeah. I got two, um, two opinions from specialists. One guy said that he could do the surgery, it would be a year recovery, and I'd wear a brace and it would be okay. And the other guy said, <clears throat> sorry, that uh, it wouldn't be worth it just to get a proper brace and try to live life like that because eventually I'm going to end up with arthritis because I waited so long. So, Yeah, I mean, th- this inherently is the... The reason why we have the knee clinic here. So before I answer your specific question, Fred, I just want to take a minute to highlight something. The so you know this is the exact example. You you see your family doctor. It's delayed. You don't you know just do this. It should heal on its own. And then you know a lot of time goes by, and then finally you figure out that there's something that would have likely been number one treated better again it's a physical problem likely needs therapy um, and not yeah. just immobilization or whatever. Um, with so couple things going on to so how old are you i'm 25 25 and it's a meniscal tear do you know what type and where or you're not sure uh i'm not sure i just know that i have both the acl and the meniscus torn okay and symptomatically what is it that you feel is it constant pain all the time is it very sharp pain at certain times is there's locking there's clicking um, it's really only when I aggravate it. Most of the time I can, uh, I can walk and function fine, but uh, maybe if I turn or twist the wrong way, um, it would be in pain for a couple of days and then it would be back to normal. So, okay, fine. What are the things that aggravate it then? Uh, just turning, turning the wrong way, maybe putting too much pressure on it, maybe walking too much one day, stuff like that. Okay, and what about, are you, like, are you active? Do you run anything like that or no? I don't run anymore, no. Okay. Does If you did run, do you think it would bother you? Um, maybe not the first time, but I think repetitively, probably, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so there's a couple things. Um, I mean, the the year recovery for a meniscus repair seems very long to me, so I'm not really sure why why that was told. I mean, at 20, you said 25, right? Yes. And you're healthy otherwise? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think... I don't. I'm not telling you whether you should or you should not have surgery. I, I can tell you that if you come see me and I assess you and do my due diligence, I'm happy to tell you that. Just in general, though, you know, if it's something that's surgical and it's still bothering you, it may be a worthwhile option to consider. Another thing that I will talk about with the the custom knee bracing for these types of things and why a lot of surgeons recommend it is because a lot of surgeons actually get a big financial incentive to refer really? for those braces. So I think, you know, you should always ask your surgeon if if there's if there's a financial incentive for for that brace because uh, you would then know what the reason for that referral is because again, it's it, they're pretty big money in terms of, of of those things. That doesn't mean that they don't have a place. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to suggest 
that that they don't. Uh, they are often very important. But I, I, again, when you hear such stark differences in recommendations, you start to consider, well, what could potentially be the reason? Um, so that's just me like thinking out loud, talking to you uh, in terms of a, a second opinion on whether you should consider surgery or not. Um, I think you should come see me. We can also get you to see one of the surgeons that works with me, and then they can assess you as well and sort of uh, come to a game plan on what might be the best approach. But there's there's definitely something that can be done. It's a matter of trying to figure out what it is that can be done and whether or not you are are willing to do those things. Okay. Okay. Give us a call one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U. Thanks, pal. Appreciate that. Talk about because we haven't really brought it up in uh, for any uh, great length of time in a while. The knee clinic. Give me some more details on it. Um. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I guess it's been a while since we've yeah. spoken about it. Yeah, you're right. Um, so it's it's particularly designed to identify those problems. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I, I'm we're working on something to do the same thing with shoulders. Excellent. So Another wacky joint. Yeah, so the big thing with knees and shoulders, and you know what? Actually, I think from now on I'm just going to call it the knee and shoulder initiative because yeah. we could do it for both. If you have a problem in those things, specifically in the acute scenario, because this is where surgery might likely be necessary and might. So the example, let's use the knee. If you've had knee pain for the last 10 years and it's a result of osteoarthritis, still give me a call. But in terms of getting surgery, that's not the surgery we're expediting. The surgery we are expediting is this type of scenario where, you know, you're, you're, everything is fine. You're playing basketball. You go up for a layup. You come down. You feel something really bad happen in your knee. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, what happened? Right. Give me a call. We will get you in. If it's something that is surgical, we will get you to have that surgery much sooner than if you take the traditional approach of which you just heard. You go to your family doctor. Family doctor says, ah, you probably sprained it. You know, take a couple weeks off and we'll send you for an x-ray and just make sure nothing's broken. Provides no real information. Nothing gets better for a few weeks. You go back and it's like, okay, well then, you know, maybe we'll try this. Go get an ultrasound. Ultrasound's not overly conclusive. By that point, you're already six weeks in, maybe eight weeks. And then you go back again and finally they say, okay, let's let's refer you. You go through the regular channels of being referred. Maybe that's another two months. You finally see the surgeon who says, yeah, I think you need to have surgery. And you're having surgery six months later. By the later. time you're retired. Right. Six <laughs> months later. So from the date of the injury. Versus if you call Dr. Lou, you have the injury, you give me a call. If it is something that needs surgery... I can. I don't want to use the word guarantee because then people will hold me to it. But I. I promise you that I will do my best that you'd be getting surgery within a few weeks. Expedited manner. It's pretty we'll good, I'd it. say. One eight five 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 five. Doctor Lou, by the way, is that number. But for the remainder of the show, the next half hour, you have questions about your health as well. Would love to talk to you. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Star six forty on cell. Pinpoint Health Show. Global News Radio. It is a beautiful Sunday uh, morning, Ooh, not afternoon yet. Saturday, Saturday pardon come me. on. I know. This, Jody, dude, I believe, get the, I get this. Jody, do you believe this guy? I can't. I can't. My oh, God. shut up. I've known you for like 25 oh my years. Oh, God. I can't. I can't. <laughs> should be in a soap opera. I, you, what you can't see is I can always see Jody nodding yeah. when you do something. It's like he's yeah. always so disappointed. Guys hate me. Hi, Danny. Save me. What's up, pal? Hey, how are you? Good, man. What's up? What's going on with you? First-time listener. Um, I was just thinking about uh, what you were saying. Um, you talk about back pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so I'm 24 years old. Uh, I hurt my back two years ago at a grocery store. I lift uh, a box. I guess I twisted the wrong way. Yep. 
And um, I went to the doctors right after that because uh, I was pretty much like in pain for like a couple days. Right. And, and he looked at my back, did x-rays and everything, said nothing was wrong with it. He said it's fine. But ever since that day, I've never been the same. I get constant back pain every day. Yeah. And I'll randomly get a sharp pain in my tailbone. Very, very common story. So obviously something is wrong. You know, it's always funny when you hear that nothing's wrong. It's like, well, something must be wrong. Uh, yeah. The question becomes, how bad is that wrong? Is it is it something that's horrible or is it something that's manageable? Like, you know, so so definitely something is wrong because you this is very common. You had an acute injury. That acute injury has now led to a chronic issue. That yeah. chronic issue has to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And if you said you're a first time listener and people who listen to the show every week know the way I am about this. New problems are much easier to treat than old problems because they're old and they have a lot more complicated things that happen and scar tissue and the neuropathic pain, which is the an amplification of the nervous system. And so there's a lot of things that that go that are intertwined in that. But that doesn't mean you can't do anything about it right now. And the fact that you're still young is 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 a good prognostic factor for you um, to do the right things. But yeah, it's it's not an uncommon story to hear that someone has an acute injury, doesn't really do the right things for it, not by your own fault, um, and then develops chronic issues and is never quite the same. So you know, same thing. I you know, I see you're calling from Brampton. We actually have a clinic in Brampton as well. So it would be good for you to come see me first. Uh, and then we can make the appropriate referral for treatment uh, to help get you better. All right, perfect. Okay. Um, where, where do I go to find? Yeah, so you can send me an email at info at pinpointhealth.ca or just visit pinpointhealth.ca or call one eight five 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 doctor Lou D R L O U. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. No problem. Take care. Thanks, man. And just as an aside, get on it and don't wait because he is me exactly half his age. I was 20, yeah. 22, 24 when I had my back. And man, I'm it's telling incredible you. how many people uh, like that listen. And again, by no fault of his own, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a person who said, okay, I'm not a professional in this. I'm going to go see a healthcare professional yep. and get the recommendations that I need, right? No different than what we heard before with the knee issue. There's also professionals that make the wrong recommendations sure. is the unfortunate reality of all this. So, I mean, that's also part of why I do what I do here. So if you, your loved ones, anyone that you know, you're suffering from a mechanical issue, a pain issue, an injury issue, you should be giving me a call. I just, there's doesn't cost you anything to call me. There's no fee. There's nothing. But you should find out what your options are. Yeah. And, and often dealing with it the right way is the way you get better. And there's usually never a downside to getting on something early rather than later. Just do no, it. you like right. I mean, if you're listening and you have an acute injury and you're not calling right now, man, you're making a mistake. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on sale. Julie, thank you for hanging on. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was calling about. I have been. I have two hernias, okay. um, and I just wondered about this mesh when they repair with the mesh, what you what you kind of know about it. And also, what kind of exercising can you be doing um, now that I have these hernias? Yeah, so, so I'm not an expert in this. This is a very specific type of, of 
person and, right. and doctor that deals with this. We, I don't deal with this and nobody at my clinic. We, we often see hernias because they can present as mechanical pain where someone feels it and is wondering, is it a muscle? Um, and so right. it's often a differential of ours where we consider, could this be a hernia? So we do see a lot from the diagnostic perspective, but then we refer them out for for repair. So I know of the procedure that you're talking about in terms of its efficacy from a scientific perspective. I don't know the answer to that. I would encourage you to speak to whoever is recommending that. That would be the best person to give you those answers. Um, In terms of hernias, you know, if you get them repaired, you can typically do whatever it is you need to do. Usually with hernias, it's kind of opposite to what people think. It's the amount of strangulation, so typically smaller hernias are more likely to strangulate just because of the very nature that they're small. Those can potentially be dangerous, whereas when they're bigger, there's a lot more room. But obviously, there's it's a scarier thing because it's bigger. So, right. I mean, right. you know, again, I'm not an expert in, in this field. We, we identify them, then we refer them out um, uh, for repair. So I think all the questions you have are very good questions. I would just direct them to the appropriate uh, professional. Okay. Thank you so Good luck. Much. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Appreciate the call. Nicely done. We'll uh, we'll squeeze Mark in here before we uh, we take a quick break. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, pal. What's uh, what's your concern? Uh, well, uh, about a couple months ago, maybe three months ago, I switched. To, I play a lot of soccer. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm 47 years old, and I play a lot of soccer, but usually about three to four times a week. Good. And uh, basically, I switched cleats to a new uh, outdoor cleat, and yep. they were a bit pressuring in the back of my right heal right and uh, the next day i started getting a lot of pain in my t- in my achilles and uh, i went to the walking clinic and they said i had achilles tendonitis okay so i should you know strengthen the calf muscles etc cetera, etc cetera, lay off soccer anyway i went to my physiotherapist and she says i don't have achilles tendonitis based on the strength of my calf and etc cetera, etc cetera. she suggested some stretching so okay. i've been doing the stretching and it seems to help and the only thing that like when i start playing it hurts like it hurts a lot but once i warm up it's great I have no pain whatsoever. It's the next day. It's the next day. I'm feeling a lot of pain. I can't, like I can't even walk down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and with throughout the day. And the, uh, and the pain is in the Achilles. Yes, the pain is in the Achilles itself. Yeah, correct. back of the heel. Yeah. So uh, it's going down towards the heel. It's just not on the bottom of the heel. Just towards the heel. So yeah. Okay. So I mean, assuming again, I'm I can't diagnose you because we're we're over the the radio. But assuming that the the diagnosis is an Achilles, uh, it's not really a tendonitis, it's a tendinopathy or an, a tendonalgia because there's no real true inflammatory process. But assuming that that's right, stretching is not the right thing. I actually agree with the walk-in doctor, which is eccentric loading. So you need to be strengthening the the actual tendon, not so much the calf. You, they're they're connected, so inherently both are going to be strengthened. But you do it in a very specific way, which is called eccentric loading of that tendon. So it's not your typical, you know, calf, calf presses or whatever like that. There's specific things that that need to be done. That's assuming it is a, a tendinopathy. I don't know that. That's the part that I would need to do. The other thing is, if it is a tendinopathy, often what can help is putting in a very simple heel lift into the shoe, which just takes a little bit of pressure off because you're in a slight dorsi or plantar flexion, which is imagine your foot just pointing down a little more. Um, and so you're just relieving some of that pressure on, on that. But 
you know, again, it, the the problem sounds like you you probably just don't have the right diagnosis from either party, and and so I think it might be worthwhile for you to give me a call and we take a look at that, and and then we'll make the right recommendation. Yeah, because I actually tried that uh, the heel lift. I have a little insert in yeah. my uh, from my cleat. Okay. Didn't really do, didn't really do anything. Okay. Right? Well, give me a call and, and let's take a look at it. Mark, appreciate the call and do so. One eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L U. Give uh, Doctor Lou a call or pinpointhealth.ca for more information. Uh, we'll take a short break. Get back to your calls. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on sale. Pinpoint Health Show Global News Radio eleven forty five and it is uh, Saturday morning here. A beauty out there. And uh, your phone calls for the remainder of the show. Bring them on. You got uh, 50 minutes, give or take. 416 870 6400 star 640 on sale. You want to reach out afterwards to uh, Dr. Lou? That is simple. 1 855 Dr. Lou, D R L O U. So let's talk about, in, in particular, three specific clinics just so yep. people are aware. So I think it's, it's important that everyone knows. So if you're in the New Market area, the Richmond Hill area, or the Brampton area, and I'll and I'll get I'll be a little more specific. So uh, downtown at in Newmarket, Maine and Water, uh, we have a clinic there. A great reputable clinic that's been there for a long time. We took it over not too long ago. Great staff there. Um, if you're in that area, I, I really encourage you. I need pain injuries. Uh, give them a call. Uh, you can find all this information on PinpointHealth.ca. Uh, Richmond Hill, Major Mac and Young. I mean, you can't get more yeah, central than that. Big time. It's its own standalone building, so par- plenty of parking. Even in Newmarket in the downtown corner, it's a corner corner building. There's parking at the back, so no no fee for parking, uh, nothing like that. Just it, it's great. It's and the Major Mac and Young location is just an incredibly convenient location for so many people. And then if we move all the way over to the other side, the West End, Brampton, Mississauga Road and Steels area, just north of steels uh closer to financial drive where where uh line had the golf courses across the street a lot of new development uh but that's pretty convenient for anybody in that brampton area caledon the the east end of caledon or sorry the west end of caledon or or georgetown which we get a lot of people from there so you know i I just want to bring that to everybody's attention if you're in those areas uh specifically give give pinpoint health a chance uh to be part of your healthcare team um, I, I think if we're given that chance and my team is given that chance, you'll be very happy um, and, and you, you will not have made a mistake, which is which is a good thing. Right by Lionhead. Good. You get all the boys coming over the backs and the elbows pretty soon. Yeah. I know well, a place across t- the street. Tons of development going on yeah. in that area. It's, it's huge developments going on. A lot of homes going up. Um, but very convenient, like just north of the 401, the 407, um, not far from... Uh, from uh, what would it be there, Beauvaird or whatever. Um, but, yeah, very accessible from a lot of different locations. Uh, so I think it's, again, in, in terms of services, like Brampton's got walking clinic, family practice, rehabilitation. There's even a med spa a big for facials and Botox injections, uh, pharmacy, blood labs. So it's big, big. Um, in uh, in Richmond Hill, the, the, the rehab services in Newmarket, uh, the rehab services. Plus, we also have two physiatrists there uh, that see OHIP patients. So if you Beauty. so if you're in that area and you need to see a physiatrist, just uh, check out Pinpoint Health and have your family doctor make that referral to those those physiatrists if you need to be referred to one. But I I think that's 
you know, I just wanted to share that, make sure obviously our Etobicoke locations, but those are a little, uh, they're, they're more well-known, but I wanted to definitely talk about uh, those outskirts. And, and so hopefully in the next little bit, we'll be even further east and even further west. Well, I was going to say, you're, you're currently yeah. expanding and it's, uh, yeah, it's so, good. Yeah, so we're, 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 we're expanding and we're, we keep looking for reputable clinics that want to uh, be part of the brand. And so, I mean, if you're someone listening and, and you have a, a rehab clinic, physio, chiro clinic, massage clinic, uh, whatever type of clinic, uh, and you're looking to be affiliated with a brand, uh, and uh, you know you do good work, and that's what we're looking for, please give me a call uh, or send me an email, and I'm happy to discuss different uh, opportunities, business opportunities. Not that this is a show about that. So uh, even practitioners, though, if you're a practitioner yeah, of any kind, and you're looking for somewhere to work, you want to be, you've heard me, there's an individual that's starting with us in Richmond Hill who's heard me on the show, really identifies uh, with my thoughts and the way I believe patient care should happen and wants to work in that type of environment. So if you're, especially things like uh, chiropractors, physiotherapists, massage therapists, uh, big need right now, and we got lots of massage patients all the time, um, great opportunity to work in mm-hmm. clinical setting with so many different professionals, so many, a lot of our massage therapists are really, really enjoy working with us because they get the chance to work with specialists, chiros, physios, uh, social workers, like this whole multidisciplinary team where there's so many spa opportunities out there and they're just looking for something a little more clinical. So if you're looking for that clinical, um, thing to fit into your to your work schedule as a massage therapist please give me a call as well take a uh, short break and to, and move on you want to uh, reach dr lou when the show's not on by the way i'll give you that number first one 855 dr lou d-r-l-o-u or to call in the next few minutes and uh, get some questions answered here on the radio show 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell pinpoint health show global news radio it is 11.53, last few minutes of the show. you got some time, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. You have any uh, concerns, bring them on. we got to do a show. we got to do some updates with uh, some past clients to see how they're doing. I know we got to get my sister-in-law yeah. to call in. I know she saw you a year ago. We, and we've man, had periodically people who, who have seen me call in. I, yep. I honestly try not. It's funny. Like, it's great. But I try not to purposefully do that because then it's like it's biased, right? So, but I, it's always encouraging. Like the, we've had a number of times, uh, people just randomly call in and say that they've seen me, and all of the feedback has always been uh, positive, which is great to hear. I'm also happy to hear things that you weren't happy with. Sure. Uh, um, but yeah, if anyone's ever listening and you want to give that shout, shout out, please give me a call. I think that's good. It's good for other people to hear the, the truth of their experience, like the real, what their reality is about the experience, which is also why I was encouraging the Google reviews, adding me on your social media stuff, because then you can interact. Like I, I'm very open and transparent when I say that I want to hear all of it. Like I want to hear what the reality is. And also it creates dialogue, right? Because Someone might think something is negative, but then I may have a reason for it. And an example of that, I I once had somebody call me. um, They had a chronic low back issue, and and they I guess I had said this on the radio once, and they called and they said, you know, I, I really wasn't happy with with your recommendations and I said okay and I said but why not and they're like well because you said there was really like there wasn't much that I could do and then I reviewed the file and I was like well hang on a sec I told you that you could be doing rehabilitation exercises that you could be building up your core that you could be doing therapy when required um modifying your diet etc cetera, etc cetera. they're like yeah but th- there's nothing else and I was like what well, but 
just because it doesn't exist, that's not my fault, right? So, right. so, and and I and I tried to, and then by the end they got it. They were like, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, it's like fine if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. But don't put that on me and say that there's nothing out there. I've never said that I sell some miracle cure in terms of like right. a procedure or a medication or something like that. We don't have miracles. We are here to help people manage their issues in a scientific way, in an evidence-based approach, an evidence-informed approach. And that's and I think I keep that promise every time I see somebody. But I'm not here on the radio saying, hey, we've got this magical tool or this magical pill or this supplement that you could take and all of your pain will always be gone. That's I've never I've never sold that, right? Like do different tools, different supplements, different medications help in the management? Yeah, of course. So you know, maybe I recommend some of those things, but that doesn't mean that they're cures. And so, you know, sometimes people don't like hearing the hard answers that I give because a lot of a lot of times the the actual management is difficult because when you have chronic issues and when you're dealing with something complicated, if it's complicated, it's likely going to require a complicated answer. And if it's right. complicated, I can't change that. If it doesn't exist in the realm of possibilities, I can't just pull it out of my hat. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's an important thing that people realize. I'm not here to sell any magical cure or anything like that, but I am happy to do what what I do here on the show and what I do with my patients is, is give people a place that they can feel confident that they're getting the right type of answer. And I think if you've heard me on the radio, you can see the way I think. And I, I've had multiple other professionals call me and thank me for what I'm doing. We had a, a lady call last week who her husband's a GP and she was thankful for us doing this. I was speaking to a group of family doctors this week um, that I'm actually going to be doing a continuing education session for on low back and spine related pain, just so that they can understand it better um, uh, for their referrals, for, for how they manage their patients. Um, So Again, I, I think what I'm here for is to really help people find the right path for their pain and injury. And uh, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you what the reality and what the evidence-informed approach is. And the other thing is I, I try to stay current with that stuff. So if there's ever new things, new great things that are going are gonna to help in these things, then I, I'm going to be the one that knows it to, to add it to the, the treatment plan. Well, I mean, all the years you've been doing the show so far, the term cure has never been tossed around. It's always uh, management. Never the C word. Always bold. No C words underlined. on this show. That's right. It's you've said management. it a few times. Uh, you know, I, you've thrown it out. I've been like, yeah. hey, cure me. Be careful. Jody, cut it when he says it. Don't yeah. let him say cure. Yeah, we got a dump button. There's 17 <laughs> second delay. Yeah, it's always underlined and bold management. That's the way it's Management. Does that mean you can get to a point where you don't feel anything ever again? Sure. And and that happens. I'm not calling that a cure because to me, cure suggests it's gone forever. Right. And that's not re- the reality of anything in healthcare. I don't like that term almost for anything. So Pinpoint Health is your place to help you manage and deal with all of the pain and injury issues that you have. Visit us at pinpointhealth.ca. Send me an inf- email at info at pinpointhealth.ca. And stay tuned for next week. You bet. Pinpoint Health on social as well. Take advantage of all the stuff on Instagram and Facebook as far as videos and that are, uh, are concerned. It's excellent stuff. And, of course, one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U, to reach out. Do it now. Get it happening. We'll see you next week. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio.